This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, April 12, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. Your private electronic communications have become less private over the years, not because the laws were poorly crafted, but because technology has changed how we work and communicate. And it's for that reason, says Cato Institute Research Fellow Julian Sanchez, that we should again protect our private discussions from snooping government eyes. Last week, the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, held hearings to hear testimony from the Justice Department and the Commerce Department about reform to the Electronic Communications Privacy Act. Uh, It's also known as ECPA, and it's the main federal statute that governs uh, the process by which The police can get access to your email, uh, your phone conversations, and all the digital information that you generate uh, as a side effect of living in the Internet age uh, in part of criminal investigations. The problem is that ECPO was written back in 1986 when technology was vastly different. Uh, Cloud computing where... uh, Personal and private files were stored uh, off, in the cl- uh, off in the cloud as opposed to on your hard drive was not even on the horizon. Um, people were not making most of their phone conversations on cell phones, which can be used to effectively track a person 24 hours a day wherever they go with increasing precision. Uh, and so these are all problems that have arisen now uh, Uh, because of the way technology has changed, and more importantly, the way we use technology has changed, while the law has sort of remained frozen in place. It was interesting to see the difference at this hearing between the testimony we heard from Cameron Carey, the younger brother of John Carey, uh, who was there on behalf of the Commerce Department, and James Baker, a Deputy Assistant Attorney General uh, representing the Justice Department. Uh, Carey, I think maybe because the Commerce Department has been focused, one, on the serious concerns Internet users have about privacy, uh, whether commercial websites are protecting privacy well enough, but also because they understand uh, that users themselves will not use cloud services and that U.S. businesses will be at a serious disadvantage if they cannot promise both individuals and corporate users uh, the same level of privacy in a cloud service that they would be able to expect if they were uh, maintaining their own web services. And so uh, what you heard from Kerry was basically what you'll hear from every legal scholar, which is that ECPA is decades out of date, it makes no sense, its standards are incoherent, uh, a single email over the course of, uh, of drafting, sending, and then having it uh, opened and read and downloaded can be protected by you know four or five different distinct standards, just that single email, depending on exactly where in the process of composition and sending it is, which is, uh, you know, I think, to most people intuitively kind of nuts. Um, From him, you got a recognition that the statute is in bad need of change and that it doesn't really make sense given the way we live today. Uh, What you heard from the Justice Department was, uh, I I think, a kind of desperate attempt to make senators scared to change anything. Because, uh, if I can be a little bit cynical here, what the Justice Department understands is that the way technology has changed has enabled them to get a lot more stuff than they could in practice when the statute was written. And, you know, they'll say things like, well, don't disrupt the delicate balance that ECPA in its current form uh, establishes. But, of course, 
Technology is what's already disrupted the balance Congress tried to strike in 1986 when they wrote ECPA. The balance they were trying to strike at the time was clearly one that, that for the most part, in practice meant your emails and your, and your documents uh, were, were not really any less protected because they were only in a very transitory way ever passing through any kind of third-party computer. And now that that fact has changed, the government has much more power. Um, more power to obtain more information with less due process. And uh, the result of that is, of course, that they're uh, eager to resist change, but they can't actually justify the sort of mess of the law in its current form. Uh, so what we heard from them was what technologists like to call FUD, or fear, uncertainty, and doubt. They talked about a bunch of cases where uh, internet data or uh, cell phone location tracking data was used to find uh, a cop killer or a uh, child porn or another terrible person, um, but they were never actually able to explain why a more consistent standard would actually render them unable to uh, pursue the investigations they need to. ECPA has always had provisions for uh, emergency disclosure without a warrant. So if just in the same way that if a cop is chasing a target into a house, normally they would have to get a warrant, but if they're in a hot pursuit of someone you know, armed with a gun who they think will escape or destroy evidence, uh, that's an emergency situation, an exigent circumstance, uh, and so there are exceptions in that case. And in the same way, uh, ECPA has always had and should continue to have exceptions where if there's not time for a warrant, if you, if you have an, a fleeing armed suspect uh, and, and need to know where he is immediately, uh, the law understands that those are emergency situations. But what, the, the kind of sleight of hand the Justice Department has tried to pull is to use emergency situations as the justification for having a lower standard across the board. That is to say, what they want to say is, look at this case of a cop killer or a kidnapper um, where we really can't to take the time to get a warrant. This is the kind of emergency situation where um, you wouldn't want to burden the officers with paperwork. And of course, the law doesn't and never would. Uh, the problem is they want to take those cases and say, that's a reason we shouldn't need to get a warrant uh, anytime we want to track someone's physical location everywhere they go. That's a reason, uh, you know, we shouldn't be generally subject to these more stringent requirements in any investigation where we think it would be useful to go rummaging through someone's email or rummaging through someone's, uh, you know, stored cloud documents in their Dropbox folder or in their Google Documents or in their Google Calendar. Um, you know, things that all of us increasingly use every day uh, and, and that are increasingly extremely useful uh, in investigations. Uh, but you know, they're useful because they're private, which uh, is, is a powerful reason to, one, establish a more consistent standard in ECPA so that you get rid of this sort of absurd situation where an email has one level of protection when it's traveling on a wire and it's, you know, you get a super warrant before you can tap that email. But then as soon as it's opened and sitting in your Gmail inbox, well, they can use a, a, a D order and all they have to do is convince a judge that it's relevant to an investigation, which is a far cry from probable cause. Uh, so that's one important uh, feature here, uh, not just to protect privacy, but because these standards are so unclear that 
businesses are stuck in a really uncomfortable position where they are sandwiched on two sides by the, uh, potential liability, uh, you know, from the government if they don't disclose enough information at the right time and, and on the right standard, and from users if they uh, violate the user's privacy. And again, I think this is why you heard different things from the Commerce Department and the Justice Department, because the Commerce Just Department uh, has been wanting to push uh, the idea that uh, that really businesses should be held accountable in the same way that Google was recently held accountable uh, for their Google Buzz uh, product launch, which uh, foolishly disclosed a bunch of information about their users in, in contravention to the privacy policy uh, that Google uh, had posted and the promises of privacy they had made to their users. And the Commerce Department, I think, understands, look, this is really important. Businesses have to be held accountable for violating the privacy of their users, for not keeping that information secret if the online economy is going to take off, uh, if people are going to be able to trust these, these services with, with their most sensitive data. Um, and, you know, in, 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 a, in a world where, one, the standards are, uh, are too weak, where the privacy protections are too low, but two, they're so confusing and convoluted that no one really understands uh, exactly what they're required to disclose according to what standards, um, that it's not just privacy that suffers, but American businesses and, and a, an important burgeoning sector of the economy in hard times. Julian Sanchez is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Read more on electronic privacy at Cato.org.